weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm a little in the middle, but I've got my backlist. This is episode seven, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello, all you bookish cats and kittens out there. I'm really excited about the 10 or so minutes we're going to spend together, but before I get started, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by the God Hunter series by Amy Sumida. Sometimes a single fact can change a life completely. For Vervain Lavigne, that change came when she learned the truth about the gods, who they really are, where they came from, and what they want from us. To survive, she learned how to track the gods and, even more importantly, kill them. But now the God Hunter is faced with yet another life-altering fact, a god who's on her side. This series offers a unique perspective on the paranormal. The gods are actually survivors of Atlantis who use their scientific and magical advances to trick us into worshipping them. They took sacrifice and used it to prolong their lives and make themselves even more powerful. Um, so this book, it's like, there's like 20 of them. This is a very long-running series, very successful. Like I said, book 20, 2-0 just came out. And exciting news. God Hunter is actually free on the ninth day of every month. So that's coming up really soon, August 9th. Uh, so again, the series is called The God Hunter by Amy Sumida, and we thank them for sponsoring. And now, moving on to today's books. Uh, this week, a book came out called The Lost Ones by Sheena Kamal. It's the first in a series. Uh, it has a, people always say, like, damage detectives... Um, I prefer to say, like, realistic detective. She's a woman. She's working through some issues. She's had some serious uh, incidents happen in her life, and she's working out some issues. And it made me think of one of my favorite detective series about a woman who has some serious issues, and that is Claire DeWitt and the City of the Dead by Sarah Gran. It's about a former teen detective who goes to New Orleans post-Katrina to look for a missing DA. And there's also a follow-up, uh, Claire DeWitt and the Bohemian Highway, which is also excellent. Love, love, love. Just Sarah Grant is the best. She also has another mystery series, or not a series, but a mystery book, I should say, um, called Dope. And it takes place in 1950s New York City, and a detective is looking for a missing girl in the city's seedy underbelly. Uh, also fantastic. And speaking of Sarah Grant, if you just like scary books, she wrote a book called Come Closer, it's about an architect who has a great life, she's got a happy marriage, everything's going her way, and then suddenly things start going really badly because she hears a voice in her head telling her to do bad things. Oh, sounds like the cops are coming to get me. Um, so, it's if you like scary books, again, that one's called Come Closer. And if you're just looking for a new detective series to start, I highly recommend The Unquiet Dead by Asma Zanat Khan, who... I think this is the, there's three books in the series so far, um, just like two, it's a pair of detectives, and they're just really heckin' swell. So, um, moving on, speaking of detectives, uh, on Tuesday, Nest of Vipers by Andrea Camilleri came out. It's the Inspector Montalbano series, Montalbano, Bono? I can't say it. Um, Montalbano series that takes place in Italy. These are great books. And I actually was thinking, because it's called Nest of Vipers, I was thinking of snakes, which makes me think of Salvation on Sand Mountain, Snake Handling and Redemption in Southern Appalachia by Dennis Covington. This is a crazy nonfiction book. I think it's like 20 years old now, 20-something years old. And uh, Covington was a New York Times reporter who went to cover the story of an Alabama pastor accused of attempting to murder his wife with poisonous snakes. 
and he got really caught up in the world of faith and sneak handling. And this is that account, and it's so fascinating. So fascinating. It's a classic. Um, and some fiction along those lines. You have A Land More Kind Than Home by Wiley Cash, which is about a young boy and his brother who see something that they shouldn't and get mixed up with an evil pastor. And there's also The Serpent King by Jeff Zetner about a teenager named Dill whose pastor father is embroiled in a public scandal uh, and his friendship with two fellow misfits and how he gets through that. Um, out Tuesday was Brave Deeds by David Abrams. We love David. He's fantastic. Former book writer. Um, Brave Deeds is about a, about a group of soldiers who leave base to go honor their fallen commander. Like, they've gone AWOL, essentially, because they, they refuse to stay in the base when their commander's funeral is going on. Um, and he wrote a great book uh, five years ago called Fobbit. Um, and it's, Fobbit is the expression used for a U.S. soldier stationed at a forwarding operating base who avoids combat by remaining at the base. Um, I read that off the internet. I didn't have it on top of my head. Um, it, and Fobbit is a really great satirical novel along the lines of MASH or Catch-22, and it's set during Operation Iraqi Freedom. It's very, very funny, and if I'm not mistaken, it's being made into a TV show now. Um, moving on, Paul Kingsnorth had not one, but two books out on Tuesday. Um, one was Beast, which is the sequel to his great novel, The Wake, about a man named Buckmaster. It takes place a thousand years ago. Um, so the new book is Beast. And he also had a nonfiction book out called Confessions of a Recovering Environmentalist and Other Essays, which is very, very smart and very, very good. And it made me think of other authors named Paul and the books that I love. One is Skippy Dies by Paul Murray. Cannot say enough great things about this book. Absolutely love it. Takes place at a boys' prep school. And... Like the title says, Skippy dies, like, in the first paragraph, so no spoilers there. It, you know, he just calls it like he sees it, and it's another 600 pages where you find out the story of, you know, how that came to be, and what his life was like there. So, so, so funny, so good. Um, another is The Sellout by Paul Beatty. This one won the Man Booker last year, and it's a scathing satire of race and politics and popular culture in America. Highly recommend it. He's the first American to win the Man Booker Prize. Um, and The Sheltering Sky by Paul Bowles is about three American travelers adrift in the cities and deserts of North Africa after World War II. Absolute classic. Uh, I think it's like 70 years old now. So, so fantastic. And I would also be remiss if I did not mention Jane Bowles, Paul Bowles' wife. She wrote one of my very favorite books called Two Serious Ladies. This one is a cult classic, just back in print, just as of a couple of years ago about two upper-class ladies and their hysterical descent into debauchery. Um, if you like Muriel Spark or Barbara Cummins, this is the book for you. And today's dealer's choice. Uh, I Last night, I received a copy of Forces of Nature by Jane Harper, which is the sequel to the fabulous book The Dry. Um, they're mysteries that take place in Australia, uh, starring federal agent Aaron Falk. Um, this one, the new one, Forces of Nature, is about a whistleblower who goes missing on a company outing in the outback, uh, and Agent Falk, or, yeah, Agent Falk has to go look for her. Um, it's, they're so, so good. I'm sorry to say that the second one doesn't come out until February. Yes, I know, I'm very spoiled. Um, but it made me think about some of my favorite books set in Australia. 
Uh, one is A Fraction of the Whole by Steve Toltz. Easily, easily one of the funniest books I've ever read. It's about a man's relationship with his wildly crazy father um, and all the crazy adventures that his father goes on and gets him involved in. If you like The Family Fang by Kevin Wilson or Handling Sin by Michael Malone, this is a great book to pick up. There's also The Hunter by Julia Lee. It's about a man who is hired to find the supposedly extinct Tasmanian tiger in the outback. He has been paid a lot of money because someone has heard that there is actually one still out there. So he goes looking for it. It was made into a film several years ago with Willem Dafoe, which I did not watch, but there's that, so you might recognize that. Um, and also, Julia Lee, her mentor, her teacher was Toni Morrison, which is impressive. And she also wrote another great book that I love, Very Unsettling. Um, and just, just completely disturbing, really. It's called Disquiet. So if you want, like, a really tiny novel that will really upset you, Disquiet is the one for you. And last but not least, since it's going to be a series soon, there is the 1967 novel Picnic and Hanging Rock by Joan Lindsay. Um, it's about students of the Appleyard College for Young Ladies who go on a picnic uh, one day on in 1900, I think it's Valentine's Day that they actually go out, um, and some of the students disappear into the Australian outback. Um, this book scared me to death when I was a child. Uh, the 1975 film scared me even more, and like I said, it's going to be a series uh, with one of the ladies from Game of Thrones. Don't hate me because I don't know her name. Um, and so this book, super creepy, super great. Again, Picnic at Hanging Rock. And that's it, but I did want to tell you one thing. I just learned that people in Australia refer to the band ACDC as Akadaka, which is the cutest and so much fun to say. It's a really fun thing to yell while you're chasing your cats around the house. Um, not that I know that, but Akadaka, right? Like, so great. Anyway, that's it for me this week, book lovers. Uh, we thank the God Hunter series by Amy Sumida for sponsoring. We will have a link to that in the show notes. And like I said, free on the ninth day of the month. And you can also find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Franzen Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with my better half, Rebecca Shinsky, and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading! <laughs> <laughs>